Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be giving away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home? Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Uh, get mortgage. Yes, uh, that's correct. Thank you, Tad. Um, appreciate that. Just want to yeah, set that for you. We're good. Okay. Right. Got it. All right. <clears throat> well, coming up later on in the program, we're going to be joined uh, by Gary Stoken. Uh, is going to join us oh, in yeah. studio Chick Fil A uh, Peach Bowl, uh, which is a tremendous matchup uh, when you look at it. LSU and Oklahoma, uh, but he is the CEO. He joined us last year in studio, remember? And he brought he came here bearing gifts. Yeah, is he bringing gifts again? Uh, I hope so. That would be nice, right? A little, a little chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. That would be nice. Hold a bit. Is he going to bring chicken? Sandwich? No, not a, no. He brings us the gift card. He brought in the cards last year. No, but I want. I, I'm a little hungry. I want like a chicken sandwich. I don't. No, he's not gonna have. Gary's got to bring in a. Can he swing by a Chick Fil A and get some? He's got yeah. an in. He's not gonna have that. Let me text him. <laughs> can he just stop? There's one right on uh, on freaking Sixth Avenue, in Midtown. He not- can swing by there. It's snowing and cold out, but I'm sure he's got a car service. He can say, "Hey, I'm you know I'm Gary Stoken. Uh, I'm from the Chick Fil A. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. Uh, give me a stack." Of uh, a chicken, you know, sandwich. chicken sandwich for for the crew over at the the, the great CBS Sports Radio. Yes, uh, just for Taz and Moose, and that that would be tell Gary to do that. That'd be I, great. I agree with you. And now Bogus, who's in Disney, is going to miss out on his gift card. Well, he'll miss out on gift card and food, and that would because he is any free food. I mean, it's well documented how well, Bogus he's on top is running. Of it. He's, oh, he is. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, nobody uh, the spreads that Boomer and Geo get across down the hall is amazing. Is it uh, not? Top guys. Last week, guys. I mean, the rolls, the, the, the butter roll was one of the better butter rolls. I, and I'm not, I, my, I agree with you. That was unbelievable. My, my son Jackson loves a butter roll. Um, and, uh, but I'm like, ah, you know, I, I used to like it. And I had that one. You came in, you were like housing it. I told you. And then, and I had the, but it was like the bagel? the bagel. I did not have soft. the bagel. I had a whole roll. Oh, I had two pieces of roll. I oh, did not okay. go with the bagel. Yeah, because I had you undersold the bagel. You said it was a little too it was soft. A little soft. Yeah, it was a little there soft. wasn't any kind of texture. There to was the, no texture. No. no, 
There's no crunch. I like a little I, crunch to my bagel. I, I agree with you. I don't know where they got those bagels and rolls, but that place, they got some good butter. That's the key. The butter. It's the amount of lard that's in the butter. That's the key right there. <laughs> that is. Happy Wednesday. More lard. Yeah. Yes. So that's the key. The lard in, Jones. in there. Um, yeah. so. So we you know talk- where they got it? I do not. No, I'm sure the card was out there, but uh, they then they didn't come for us. Uh, Mike, do you know where they got? I her? was out that day, so I have no idea. Well, well, that's right. That we was Friday. Chef Mike brings stuff. Well, well, Chef Mike is delivering the food for Pete. His baked chicken with uh, Brussels sprouts, fingerling potatoes, and a uh, basil vinaigrette. I don't know how you remembered all that. It's actually, I think it's roasted chicken, not baked. Pete wanted stop, baked. Stop. No, Pete wanted baked. And I said that roasted. for a reason. Oh, that was the joke. Yes, right. that was. Sorry, I said that for a reason. Well, now you got me thinking about a butter roll now, see? Hey, tell Gary to swing by before he comes in and get some butter rolls. Forget the Chick-fil-A. All right, on it. Yeah. Any other CEO requests for our ch- guest? Tell the CEO right. the guest. I'll, I'll take a call. Get a butter roll. I'll take a call. <laughs> tell him to swing by Mickey D's and get us like, some sauces, take, egg, and cheese. Right, I'll take a McCafe. <laughs> <laughs> With a little cream and sugar. Oh, uh, Gary's an old friend. Yes. Like you said, he's not, been in the not too sweet. Yes. Not too sweet. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. Tell Gary to get me an egg burrito. I like the burritos at the... They're good. The breakfast burritos? I haven't had one. Dude, they're really... They're not huge, but yeah. they're really... They're, they're, like, they're like a buck. Nice. They are really, really good. I used to work at McDonald's. Did I tell you that? You mentioned that once. What was your job? You were a supervisor? Not recently, right? No, not recently. No. I was talking about in high school I worked oh. at. I worked the back. I worked the, uh, uh, you know, I worked the uh, fryer, oh. making the buns, grilling the burgers, stuff like that. You had to see a mouse at least once. I did not clean, clean. So you have no problem eating McDonald's. They they make sure stuff's clean. Yes, I I, we, I swear to you, I tell I believe you. you I believe here's you. what the 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 nastiest thing though of the night oh, was. Oh no, was and I'm sure it's changed. So when you're on so. the when you're on the griddle on the sides of the large griddle, there's like a vat. In the sides in the middle to where when you're done, you put the, the top down on the burgers and everything's timed. I'm, what do you mean I'm top? Sure. What do you mean top down on the burgers? Okay, so a, a flat top, right? Griddle. So it's heating the top, bottom. Touch. Yeah, you know yeah. how you go, to a, you go to a diner, they're making eggs of and course. bacon. It's a, it's a yeah. flat top griddle. Uh, so, you know, there's, there, you know, so it's just basically a plain piece of stainless steel that's a cross. Moose, I know what a, gr- a grill is. No, no, right. Is. I'm just explaining it for the audience, right? Oh, so right. on the side of each griddle, there's a fat vat. So when you're done, you put the top down to cook the burgers. They'd have a, a contraption where you... So like a heat press machine. Correct. You'd, pull, you'd put 12 burgers down. You'd pull the top down. And it would be a timer, three minutes, four minutes. I forget what the timer right. was. And then when the burgers were done cooking, evenly through, the top would raise up. You'd take the burgers off. you put them in a tray. And then you put them in this little heating contraption, this, like, little thing that kept them hot to when the people ordered burgers. So you make a run of cheeseburgers. Or oh, so hold on. So it's not with Big the Mac. bun. When you put it to keep Correct. it warm, it's... it's the, there's no bun. Just the meat. Yeah. Correct. Just the meat. Right? So... But the point being is after you cook the burgers, there's a tremendous amount of fat on the griddle. Right, right. So you take it and you'd scrape the griddle and well, you'd put it into the fat. Well, fat. like a spatula. Correct. Right. Or like a, yeah, a little cleaning contraption. So at the end of the night, though, or you'd have to do it more than just at the end of the night, but over the course of the day, you'd have to, there'd be someone who'd have to put on these big, long gloves. Oh, so it'd no. basically go up to your shoulder and you'd have to carry out these things that were filled with fat. And you'd have to dump it in the back by the garbage. 
and there was nothing oh like my God, cow fat on a Friday night. Well, right, but I mean, and we would legally dump it. It would be into this into this like basically large metal contraption that would hold the fat, and then there would be a, a company that would come by and clean out the machine, clean out the 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 container. But the problem is, is that when you'd have to go back there, dude, the flies and the bugs and oh, the smell from man. the fat that's just sitting there in the lard. And you'd pour it out there. It would be like 95 degrees. Like, I worked there during the summer. Like, and oh. when you'd close and you'd have to go back there at night and you'd be pouring this gelatinous fat into gelatinous. this into this God. metal container. And the bugs and the flies are coming at you, swarming around your head as you're dumping oh, it in. And then bringing it oh back in God. to clean it out to the poor guy who drew the, the, the short straw of having to clean everything. I felt bad for that guy. Right now, someone's in their car in traffic listening to us eat an Egg McMuffin from McDonald's. And like, ugh. Well, I mean, this is just normal. I mean, honestly. Nobody knew that. I never heard that in my life. You That's know, insane. Where do you think all the grease goes? I don't think about where the fat and grease goes. I just think, hey, I had a good Big Mac. I'm good. I understand that. It's delicious. I'm, McDonald's is great. Did you Very... get sick of eating McDonald's like, when you worked there? Like... Uh, no. No, do I look like I got sick of no, eating No, I mean, when you were younger, you were there in high school. I'm just, you know, some people, if you're around a lot, you don't want to be dealing with it. You don't want to um, eat it. I stopped eating, the, uh, you know, after a while, you stopped eating the burgers. Right. Um, dude, they would have runs. They had a special at McDonald's every Monday night. You should see. The, it was amazing. What They'd was have 29-cent hamburgers, 39-cent cheeseburgers. Oh, my God. You had to have a line there, out the door. Dude, there would be people that, and there was no limit. So there would be people that come in and they'd order like thirty five burgers, and the runs of burgers that you would have. Wimpy lives next door. No, I'm being serious. There would be like it would be like amazing the line and people. You're just making hamburger and cheeseburger and hamburger and cheeseburger, and then carrying the fat outside. Right, then carrying the fat outside, or going into the cooler to go get more burgers, or making the buns. Right, exactly right. Be like a run of cheeseburgers. (laughs) We need four runs of burgers. How's the fish sandwich cooked? Oh, it's in a, in a deep they fryer. They just put that in a deep fryer? Correct. Everything's timed. Oh, it's all There's time. no creativity whatsoever. Everything's timed. No so basically, creativity. no. So you have a basket. You drop the fish fillets in the basket. You drop it down into the fryer. You hit a button, and it's like three and a half minutes. The button go, the beeper goes off. You take it out. You take the fish patties out. You put them in a warming tray. You put the warming tray in, and that's it. It's easy. There's no. So you don't need to be a rocket science to do that. No, 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 no. I never. No, it was. I was, I was in high school at the time. We never know side the side hustle. Everybody's into the side no, hustle I, today. I understand. That's when I first started getting into horse racing. I'd be uh, betting the ponies and going to McDonald's. As you're cooking burgers with a toothpick in your mouth, I remember. You I remember the day Sea Hero won the Travers at at six or seven to one. I was at McDonald's that day oh making God. burgers. How do you remember this? Stuff? <laughs> it was a good day. How about the milkshake? How do you at make thirty that? to win on them? What's that? <laughs> the milkshakes—they're great. I'm addicted to the McDonald's milkshake. I never worked the front. But they never had me work I the never cash. Worked the front. They never had me work. My sister, my younger sister, Paulette, we used to work the, my younger sister used to work the front. You were, used to be one of the cashiers. Yeah, yeah. Coffee, soda. Correct. Coffee, all soda, yeah. making the milkshakes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I was always in the back. Oh, they threw you in the back. They threw me in the back. Right. Correct. You I was never the one who greeted the customer. Yeah. I was the one that just made just keep the Keep away from everybody. Right. Stay, keep keep them away. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we right. want, want to get sales up. Not yes. Down. And I would never volunteer to close. Closing was the worst. You'd That's how you get shot. 
No, I. What do you think? I well, that's when they come rob the joint. No, there's nobody robbing McDonald's. At the I point. know people. I know a guy who robbed the McDonald's well, years ago. Not my. I know Mc, a guy not, who tried. I know a guy who tried to blow up a police uh, station in Canada. Really? Yeah. I don't want to say his name because he's no longer with us. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you during the break. Yeah, and he he, he tried to because I, I can't say too much because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, no, yeah, and and, and he also had. I, I think him and his friend had an issue with a McDonald's too. Well, I, I think we ran in different circles. Okay, good point. I think we've. Esta- I, think I just wanted to establish that I. I never. I never knew anybody that that robbed anything. Or, I know a lot of people that robbed. I know all you time. do. I understand, but, but you also grew grew up in a tough part of Brooklyn. I did. I mean, I did. I, you but know. Let me tell you though. I just want to say one thing real quick before we move your on. idea of fun was rolling down a cement hill, drinking Jack Daniels. Correct. That was junior year that, in high school. That was the city it, championship. Right. So here's the thing: into oncoming traffic I, across the street from me. I don't know if anybody remembers Wetsons. No, what's Wetsons? It's your dad. He'll know. Wetsons was like a hamburger place, like a, like. And then I think they got bought out by Nathan's. You know Nathan's. So I, where I lived, left Brooklyn, then lived in Queens for a little while. And we had a Nathan's across the street. So we would go across the street, and any old, like, food they had that was sitting all day, they would give to the kids in the neighborhood. Oh. Yeah, it was great. I used to go wait, wait in line there for an old uh, fish sandwich or something. I was Is like that 12. true? Yeah. That's not true. Dude. That's it tough true. times. We had a White Castle's near us too. No, but I wanted to say this to you though. White the, Castle runs right through me. I know, but great, it's great brand. It's but, great brand. I mean, yeah. it runs right uh, through me. McDonald's cleans me right shakes, out, right, dude, right Mc, to the toilet. McDonald's shakes, unbelievable. The vanilla shake, it's oh, unbelievable. Yeah, the food. I, it's no, great. the shakes are great. Don't downplay the I, I shake. Don't I downplay think, the what's shake. A, I'm not downplaying the shake. I, the shake is great. I think to me, I think the McDonald. I think McDonald's French fries are the best fast food French fries. You know, you can get them in Disney World, right? No, you cannot. But seriously, with the great mix of the salt, no, freshly right. out no of the fryer, no I think argument. McDonald's fries to me. McDonald's when I was growing up, McDonald's fries and like a Coke or a Diet Coke was just fantastic. Give me a Fanta orange soda or Sunkissed orange soda. Sunkissed is great. Yes, no caffeine though. That's right. But I'll take an orange soda or a grape soda with grape some French fries and Welch's, a quarter pound. Grape soda. It was Welch's who used to make Welch's the grape? made the grape yes, soda. Fanta correct. makes a grape soda now. Yeah, uh, I know all grape and orange sodas. I had a whole big issue with Uber Eats. I discussed over the weekend. I ordered Chinese food and I forgot to in the app get myself an orange soda. And I called the place to get an orange soda. And it was a whole not Uber Eats. It was DoorDash. And it was a whole big problem. Mike, remember I told the story the other day? I do. Yes. Moose wasn't here. I, I will tell that. it again. But, um, yeah, it they was a whole big... You, they wouldn't go back and get you the orange soda? No, the guy yeah. on the phone didn't speak good English, and he told me, basically, that I have to order it from DoorDash. Oh. I go, dude, I, I live two miles from you people. I've been ordering from you for years. You know me. You got to go to DoorDash for the soda. So then, I, I'm like, I said to my wife, she goes, enough with the soda. You don't need the soda. It's okay. So I'm out of my business watching the football game, and the phone rings. It's some number in California. And it's some guy from DoorDash. Uh, you're trying to order a, uh, a, a orange soda from Hoheng? Um, I said, uh, yeah, how do you know? He goes, well, they called us. If you'd like it, we'll put the fifty charge on there. I go, yeah. They go, okay, you got to confirm with an email. I go, dude, it's orange soda. I'm trying to watch the bills. They're struggling here. Sunday. That's how it goes. How was, uh, how was the Chinese food? It was actually great. Was this it good? This place has good food, yeah, but I, they, they're a little bit annoying. The lady who runs the place, it, she runs it. She's tough on these people. She's like a warden with these people. 
She's tough on the people who work there. She yells at them. But the stuff. food was good. Food was delicious. Oh, nice. There you go. Get a lot. Yeah. Very good. That's a nice Sunday meal for yourself. Yeah. Well, my wife the all Chinese day, then she's got the digs about the soda. How's your soda? Yeah. This well, if you had to go same. cream, orange, or grape. Grape. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go the. Uh, I'd go a nice cream soda. You like Doctor Brown's cream soda? Uh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's the best cream soda you make, and the best black cherry. That's fine. Oh, I've never had. I it? think Boylan's cream is very good. Yeah, in the glass. In the glass. Bottle, I know what it is. I, I, know think, what it is. I think that's. I, I think that's probably my favorite cream soda. Doctor Brown's is very good. Doctor Brown's is good. Yeah, very good. I agree with you. Black cherry. A I love root the black beer. cherry. Actually, the Dr. Brown's diet black cherry soda is better than the regular. I've not had the diet. The diet's good, man. Uh, Anytime we get like pastrami or something from like, a, you know, Hebrew food or something. Nice Jewish that. deli. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't that, know what I'm allowed to say anymore because I, well, know, no, I got people looking at me. We have, we have oh. um, the Rye Ridge Deli right by our house. They, We've they, all they that. serve is Doc Browns. I've been there. And that place is a little overrated, by the way. We got better places. I agree. Online. A little pricey. Yeah, better places. A little pricey online. for what it is. And it's not that good. It's okay. They don't stack it high. They don't. And you come to Long Island, I'll get you real. It's good a little Jewish bit thin for what they charge. You. But you know, I, I don't. I I, I need a, at least three quarters of a pound of fresh corned beef or, or pastrami, pastrami. I'm with on the sandwich in order for it to be worth twelve dollars. No, you're right, and that they'll they'll bang you hard on a oh on, no doubt a pastrami sandwiches yeah, most of these places really. or fifty fifty. I like the fifty fifty half corned beef half pastrami. I That's don't do why. that. I drive by cats every day, and I keep saying I'm going to swing in there and get myself a sandwich. Well, oh, those sandwiches are huge. It's 9 a.m. I'm eating pastrami like, sandwiches. Yeah, that's like a ba- that's a walking At 9 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is. You walk out of there, start pounding that at 9 o'clock in the morning. God bless. Pastrami with the seedless rye. I give you, some a, mustard I give you a lot of credit. Great digestive system. I'll take a half a pound of coleslaw, too, while you're at it. Jesus. We'll get into Le'Veon Bell. You like the bowl? Le'Veon Bell does. Doesn't matter if he's healthy, not. We'll get into that next. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, and the response by the Jet head coach, Adam Gase. Didn't play Sunday, bowling Saturday night. It's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, it's Taz and the Moose with you uh, right here on CBS Sports Radio. And want to remind you that this Sunday, the NFL on CBS features a key AFC South showdown between Deshaun Watson and the Texans taking on the Titans, while others will see Kansas City hosting Denver. Plus, other regional action all begins with JB and the guys. Setting up the day on the NFL today at noon Eastern, uh, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Never fails. I come in here as the break is ending, and it's an update gentleman talking to my co-host about how hard my co-host works. That's what you did, hell. I don't hurt you. I don't know how you do it, Moose. I don't know how you do it. 
I don't know, Moose, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how you do it. Andrew does it all the time. Andrew is your hype man. You say Pete's my hype man, Andrew's your hype man. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. I, that's fair assessment. And, and hell, I heard you. I heard. I, I don't even. I didn't. I heard the he last. Was just asking end of the about my schedule. See, there you go. Just making conversation. That's all. Yeah, he was just asking about my schedule. I'm just saying. Enough. Really. Enough. Uh, with the, how Bob much Moose Heller. works. I mean, enough, Hella. Please. Oh, I mean, I didn't bring the trophy so in. I left the trophy oh, outside. I didn't bring that in. Dude, I swear. Heller I was telling in. me how he's cut down, kind of taking priorities in his life. Because, <laughs> because he said, <laughs> no, he says to you, just so I bring, pull the curtain back. I walk in, and so Pete and Mike can know, because they need to know what's going on. Okay, And I walk in here. Just tell everybody my conversation. I, Go for no, it. No, I'm just going to say one sentence. All <laughs> I heard, Hella, is when I walk in is, I just don't know how you do it, Moose. I, I I don't know how you do it. That's true. You're right about. Now maybe that. he meant working with me. No, no, no. <laughs> he was talking about it in the schedule. Who knows? See, That's all you heard. It doesn't matter. But see, Heller, I know because I've heard this. No matter if it's Andrew Bogus talking to Moose, I come in or John Fasting, whatever John Faster, which is fastest. That's his name. Fast. fast. John Fast. Excuse me? Fast. fast. John Fast. fast. Right. Him. I've heard uh, uh, the the guy who thinks he's muscular. Him say it. Darwin uh, Zook. The Zook? Yeah. All these Darwin's guys. Darwin I don't know how you do it, Moose. It's unbelievable. And now you, Heller. Every one of these guys are, like, obsessed or believe that Mark Belusis is the hardest working man in show business. Well, he's releasing, he's getting ready to release a Christmas album, a spoken word album, and the title of it is <laughs> Don't Know How I Do It. Yes. Spoken word. A, so That's I just funny. was, you know, if we can, we're promoting your website and your your, oh, tashshirts.com? Uh, yeah. yeah, I so just sell T-shirts. I am, I am coming out with If a, Moose wanted to promote his Christmas spoken word album, yes. then I'd be willing to do both. Well, All we, the hits, Rudolph, yeah. Frosty. We promote different... Uh, <laughs> a Night Before Christmas. We it's promote... Tremendous uh, on Christmas And Eve. Don't Know How I Do It. Right. Title know, track off the and album. Don't Know How I Do It, where I list my multiple jobs. And just have all these guys singing in the background, like a chorus. Well, like it's just, like it just Bogish and Heller. Yeah. No, no, the other guys do it, too. I've moose, heard them. moose, moose. I've moose, heard them. Moose, I've heard. Moose, I've heard moose. it. I've heard it. I've heard. It. I mean, I've heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it. Oh my god! As long god, as we've taken oh. it in stride. Look, we thank you in the liner notes. Yes. It's not a big deal. No, but I mean, really, it's like it's unbelievable. It's like you guys are like, stop. Uh, we all work hard. Do you know what I do when I'm in my home studio, Heller? No, you don't. No, I'm Taz works hard. That, this yeah, no this wasn't like a. This isn't a one yeah. works harder than the other. No, well, that's how I look at it. You weren't yeah, in the room. Well, obviously you do. I think I've picked up on that. I'm just saying. I think I've picked up on the idea that that's the way Two you Two years. That's all I got to hear. Oh, my God. Moose has done so much. I just saw another guy. I don't want to say his name. A mutual friend we have, Moose. Does Moose still have 20 jobs he does? I go, no. He has, like, two jobs. Not 20. No. That's and I actually the number. The 20 is the number of tracks on the album. Okay. <laughs> and, and, right. And Taz hops into his truck and... Years off, skins out, <laughs> spraying dirt all over the guy, cranking lebs up. Right, exactly. And and on, and on the album cover, he just he just shot the the did the artwork for the album cover. He's like balancing like all these gingerbread, twenty yeah. gingerbread houses. It's the number of jobs. Yeah, so gingerbread houses. One has like an SMY logo. One has a WFAN. It's logo. like the lady one's who spins the plates at halftime. That's one's got a gingerbread uh, houses. one's got a, a FanDuel logo on it. One's got a. Uh, I don't, stop. I can go on. Stop, I, I stop. will. I will stop. I will. Because I can go on. And on. I, know, you know, yeah. I know. You know what I was doing. I'm sorry I started this. I, I clearly understand. took us down a road. No, 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 no. You didn't. No, have no, no, there's no. There's, there's never no a dead end on this. Show. There's no dead ends here. <laughs> 
There's dead ends, just not on the show. Okay, correct. There's dead ends around here. Yes, not on oh, the show. Oh, there's dead ends. Yes, yes. I've oh, hit a few. I said not on the show. I've, I've hit not a few, on the show. Yeah. Yes. Not Heller, not uh, what's going on? Namaste. You're not namaste. a dead end. Namaste. You're a yes. mistake. What's namaste. going on? All right, guys. This report sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. A day after Steven Strasburg's $245 million deal with the Nationals, Garrett Cole blows that number out of the water. Reportedly $324 million over nine years to join the Yankees. That's an average of $36 million a year. Both numbers are new records for a pitcher. The deal reportedly includes an opt-out after five years and a no-trade clause. Cole is 29. He led the American League with a 2.50 ERA, led the majors with 326 strikeouts. He finished second in the AL Cy Young voting to his teammate Justin Verlander. Meanwhile, Didi Gregorius is leaving the Yankees for the Phillies, a one-year deal worth reported $14 million. The Giants get pitcher Kevin Gosman on a one-year deal. The Rangers trade outfielder Nomar Mazar to the White Sox for a prospect. Outfielder Adam Jones is going to play in Japan. College basketball, Louisville becoming the fourth number one team to lose this season, 70-57 to to unranked Texas Tech at Madison Square Garden. Here's Cardinals head coach Chris Mack. Hopefully our guys take this as a lesson learned. Uh, I thought they were a well-coached team. They did a better, Chris did a much better job uh, of preparing his kids for the environment, the type of game uh, that it was tonight than I did. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to grow from this and, uh, and use it as a lesson learned. The fourth right, Maryland also lost for the first time. The Terps were beaten by Penn State, 76-69. Kansas had no problem with Milwaukee, 95-68. NBA, what a turnaround for the Heat in Miami. It started late in regulation with the Hawks up by six, and the run for Miami stretched into overtime. The Robinson ducks it down to Bam. Bam, oh, little show and go. Finger roll, got it and fouled. How about that point guard, Bam, with the little show and go behind the back? Mike Inglis on Heat Radio ended up being a 22-0 run for the Heat. 135-121, they beat the Hawks. Bam Adebayo with his first triple-double. Duncan Robinson tied a franchise record with 10 three-pointers. He scored 34. The Heat are 11-0 at home. The Sixers 13-0 at home after they beat the Nuggets in Philly 97-92. The Blazers handed the Knicks their 10th straight loss, 115-87 in Portland. Damian Lillard hit eight threes. He scored 31. NFL news, Lamar Jackson says he's going to play Thursday night for the Ravens against the Jets despite a hip issue that's limited him in practice the last two days. The Eagles lose receiver, receiver Alshon Jeffrey for the season with a foot injury. From college football, Utah State quarterback Jordan Loves leaving early for the NFL draft. On the ice, Flames beat the Coyotes for their sixth straight win, 5-2. The Kings snapped a four-game slide, 4-1 over the Rangers. Twelve straight losses for the Red Wings, 5-1 to the Jets. The Stars blanked the Devils 2-zip. First game for interim coach Rick Bonus after Jim Montgomery was fired for unprofessional conduct. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Brad. Uh, we mentioned it uh, yesterday. Taz touched upon it in terms of Le'Veon Bell and the Jets and you know, the uptick in the ground game on Sunday for the Jets in their victory against the Miami Dolphins early. Bell was out uh, dealing with that flu, and reports came out that Le'Veon Bell was out bowling uh, until, I don't know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning on Saturday night, Sunday morning, um, and uh, not exactly a good optic. Let's hear from Gase. Let's hear from Bell, um, as that relationship seems to be fraying, to say the least. Here is Adam Gase, the Jet head coach, uh, on uh, do you discipline Le'Veon Bell here after this story comes out? I'm not going to discipline him for. I can't tell him this. You have to stay in your house. Well, and he would, <laughs> yeah, he would go on to add. So the Jets basically told Le'Veon Bell to stay away. 
He has the flu. He was contagious, according to team doctors. They told him to stay away. He lost eight to nine pounds. Um, so he wasn't with the team. He was ruled out for the game on Sunday. He did not stay home, and obviously we know he went out bowling. Uh, here's Bell yesterday talking about that story. The bigger surprise, I rolled 251 off the flu. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bigger surprise. Was that career high? Game? That's my career high. 251? 251. What, what was your sickness. career high before that? 238. 238? Yeah. Off the sickness. 251. No 710 splits. <laughs> nah, no. Thank goodness. Nah. <laughs> He's a good bowler, man. Uh, that's a good bowler. 251. That's a, that's a good score. That yeah. is a good score. There's no doubt about it. Uh, it's a terrible optic. Yeah. Gay said it was a bad optic. You can't be doing it. And I get that, you know, Tess, I, we all understand that, that Bell certainly um, is one that it, it does not seem like the head coach for the Jets is enamored with the contract that he's getting. Um, or has gotten there was that report uh, after McCagnan was fired by the Jets and they brought Joe Douglas in for the Philadelphia Eagles to be their general manager. Uh, it, there does not seem to be a lot of love that Adam Gase has for Le'Veon Bell. With that being said, Bell's handled himself very, very well this year. Uh, it's a bad offensive line. The ground game hasn't been as good, certainly. Uh, he hasn't had, been as productive a running back coming off the year missed a year ago where he sat out due to the contract issue with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, uh, but if you're Lady on Bell, you lose eight to nine pounds dealing with the flu. Uh, you can't be out there bowling as your team's getting right, set nah, to prepare the Miami, take on the Miami Dolphins the next day. No, nah, you can't. I mean, it's a little bit of shades of what kind of his character was a little bit. And, you know, in the Steel City, even though I like Bell, I think he's a hell of a player. I think the Jets you know, are fortunate to have him. But now this stuff happens. And Bell basically heard it. I mean, and he said he doesn't feel bad about what he did. And, and he basically said, I didn't break any rules. I wasn't. I wasn't a distraction until now. Yeah, but what you did was a distraction, and that's why it's a distraction now. Like, see what he's saying? I'm reading a quote. I didn't break any rules. I wasn't a distraction until now. Yeah, but you're a public figure, my man. You're you're the starting running back for the New York Jets. So I'm assuming he lives in Jersey or New York, and this bowling now is probably in New Jersey or New York, and it's probably highly populated. And he, he's got a recognizable face. He's the starting running back of the New York Jets. Yeah. So people are going to know you. And then you're in the, the media capital of the world, and sports are covered here. Hotter than anywhere else you're going to find for the most part. I mean, we're, we're the number one market, more or less, New York. And so my point is people know that he's out sick and this, that, and the other thing. It's going to come out. So you then become... A distraction because of your actions became the distract is why the distraction is happening. See what I'm saying? Famous say I, I, I wasn't a distraction until now, yeah, but dude. It's because of what you did. You shouldn't have went bowling when you're out sick. Well, that's the point. I mean, that's the point. If you're if if you're Le'Veon Bell, you, you just can't be doing it. You just can't. There's no rationale. You could joke around about it. The season's lost for the Jets. We know that. And you're right, Taz. You know, it starts to reek of a, a team that or a player that kind of has lost his way and certainly lost a little bit of focus. You can't be doing it. It makes no sense. You just and great, you pulled a two fifty one, but this creates a, a story that should not be there. If you decide you should just stay at home, I mean, or if you're going to go out, go out and do something to where you're not going to be, or, you know, you're not going to be noticed. You can't go out there and doing something something physical. Correct. I mean, bowling is it. physical. Yeah, it is you know? physical. Yeah. You can't be doing it if you're Le'Veon Bell when you're not playing the game on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I'm not implying it's as physical as football. We know it's not. No, it's not, but it's a physical activity. It's a physical activity. It's a bo- when you bowl, you're using every muscle in your body. Right. You have to walk up to the foul line. You have to move your arm. You have to move this. You have to bend your knees, bend your hips. 
swing. You got to roll the ball. I mean, you know, you got to hit second diamond. Hopefully there's a little hook. And boom, you hit the pocket. You know what I mean? So I spent my time in bowling alleys as a kid. No, that's a good breakdown but, right there. But it's true. But anyway, most bowling alleys, you hit second diamond. I learned this from my dad. That most of them, because he used to work at bowling alleys too, so he kind of knew the whole lanes and stuff. Okay. But you hit second diamond, the ball usually will hook into the pocket. Ah. He would take the his ball before he even he show up. He had like he come to the the bowling alley with two three balls. Okay. Like one of those big bags. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, his own shoes. You know. Yeah. Top guy in the league. Dexter shoes. Yeah, yeah, he had Dexter. And but years ago he used to bowl action. You know, back in the day, in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Action. Yeah, I know what you mean by I know action. You. Yeah. So <laughs> money on the line. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't bowling in leagues, yeah. you know. But anyway, he would go to bowling alley and he would take his ball and you know the, the lane, you know, uh, the, the wood part is usually like a little like the seating area, you know, where the yeah. uh I don't know what you call that little area where you get your shoes on and stuff. He would take his ball, and before he even stepped on the lane, he would take his ball out and just gently roll it from the back, all the way back behind the scorer's table. He would just roll it, and he'd watch the ball, like slow. He'd just let it roll before the game even started to see the lane. He could tell by rolling it one time where the hook was, where, awesome. the, where the oil was on the wood. And then he would, he would and say, then he would adjust from there. He would whisper to me and my brother. I got to go between the first and second diamond. And we were like kids, like, all right, Dad, don't tell no one. You know, like, and yeah. he would know, all right, I got to roll close to the third diamond. He would know. That's cool. Like, that's the guy's great memory. I don't yeah. think Lev Bell's doing that. But then again, he's bowling 251. That's pretty good. 251's pretty good. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he's doing that. But that's cool. That's great. And that's before, now you have all the automated scoring. Now it's easy. There yeah, yeah. used to have basically the... You know, kind of the, like the, the I don't know what you call. It. I know what you're talking about the. It used to show right, like was, a light reflector. Correct. Or, the light reflector used to have a transparent sheet. You used yeah. to write your name down, yeah. and you'd have to score yourself. Yeah, Mike, you ever see that in a bowl? I know you're a big bowl, but you're younger. Yeah, no, I've seen that before, seen but that. it just seems like now you get so used to it. Uh, it's just a nightmare. You're frustrated when you look at the screen. It's like it hasn't updated yet, and it's yeah. been three seconds. Think you have yeah, to use your brain. Used to, you Dude, have to score everything yourself. If my dad was still alive, there's no way he would do that. He would keep his own score. Like, I'm telling you, he would keep his own score to bowl now. I miss keeping my own score. Yeah, he would do that. He old school. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, miss, I do miss that. Are you one of those guys that goes to a baseball game and you get the scorebook? I do not. I don't do that either. No, I do not. That annoys me. I do not do that. that. I did that when you know I was what I, when people do that, a little it's, kid. It's all about them. That's what annoys me. When I go to a ball, ball game, I just think, I'm like, I look just, at this freaking guy. It's I go all about to the game. Him. I just, I, I, you know, sometimes you go to a game, you just want to relax. Just have a beer and a Have crown, a beer and a hot dog and a, and a pretzel worst, you know? or, or whatever. Sit Sources down, relax. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not there. I don't need to score every single out. You ever see those guys that sit there? I know some of you are listening to me right now. That annoys yeah. me. Stop keeping score. Some people do it at home. My brother-in-law, one of my brothers, does it at home. That doesn't make any I'm sense. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? I got other stuff to do. He's a big Met fan. He's like, I, I got to keep I, score. I'm sure, he's a, I'm sure he's a huge Met fan. That's huge. great. He's every, he's I give him credit. That's fantastic. What are you doing? Evan Roberts does it here. I'm game. watching the game and enjoying myself. He does it every game. Every game. I think you mentioned that once. Yes. Every game. He's got, like, stacks of books. Yeah, he that's... buys that big that big scores book before the season. It's got, got enough, I think, for 162 games wow. or whatever, 180 games. And he scores every Met game, and then he has every year for the Mets. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be rude. I, I very rarely insult people. but I can't do that. You got to have a little bit of a. That's a little bit of a knucklehead going on in the head. I don't mean that in a bad way. I love Evan. He's my friend. But I got to tell you, that's a little disturbing. No, it's a little much. I, I don't disagree with that. And I hope he heard me because he's probably in the newsroom talking about the I, Mets I right think, now. I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a little much. I would not. I would not yeah. be doing that. Um, all right, it's Taz of the Moose with yeah. you. We'll take a trip down memory lane, and we'll be joined by the uh, CEO of uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl is going to join us. Uh, Gary Stokin at the top of the hour as well. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line of 855-212-4227. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Big snooze of the morning. Garrett Cole is now a New York Yankee. Nine years, $324 million, all guaranteed, full no-trade clause, opt-out after five years. Got us thinking of a little memory lane. Take it away, Pete. Ah, the memories. Let's take a stroll down memory lane with Taz and the Moose. Garrett Cole or bust. So then what's the number? We'll say it's 360 for 10 years. Is that I, too much? I'd probably stop at 350. For, 350 for, would for, be the top. For 10 years. I mean, it's not my money. I could spend it like crazy, you know? I mean, you're a Yankee fan. I might go nine years at $35 million a year. I might go, I think my top offer would probably be nine years at 315 With that offense the Yankees have, oh. dude, forget about it. It would be ridiculous. Imagine being Garrett Cole right now, what life must be like, knowing what, what is coming your way. The Yankees are one out away from another world championship. <laughs> And the 0-1 swung on, head in the air to deep center. Away back. He's there. He makes a catch. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The <laughs> Yankees win. Taz's favorite guy closed it out, John Sterling. Oh, uh, good job on that, Mike. Yes, nice job. Nine for 315. Um, just $9 million off. I said 35 a year. He gets $36 yeah. million a year. Good to be Garrett Cole. Yeah, I, you, you know, you... you you had an inside tip on this. <laughs> I know you did. I did not. I mean, that audio just proves it. I mean, that I was from yesterday. I, I mean, did. you got an inside tip. Why can't I be right sometimes? Why can't you just admit it? No, you can, you're mean, right I'm, a lot of times. No, I'm you're not, right not a lot with my of NFL time. picks. No, you're not right with that. No, but you're right a lot of the times. But I'm just saying, that was the, the nine-year thing. And you explained it at the top of the hour, why you said nine. I, I mean, did. I, at the top of the 6 a.m. hour, I said shit to the, today, at the yeah. top of our show. And... I still I don't like your explanation, and um, that you picked nine years is still odd to me. Uh, well, Button that up again. Tell, tell, why you get nine? So nine, the reason why I said nine years, Strasburg got seven. He's two years younger than Strasburg Cole. Um, and I, I uh, if you read the tea leaves, uh, Boris, I think wanted to get that number above three hundred million dollars to kind of set a new record for starting pitchers. And the Yankees were desperate. Haven't won a World Series since 2009. Uh, they've got two big free agents after this season coming up in Tanaka and Paxton. Uh, and uh, the free agency pitcher market does not look all that great next offseason. So that's why they've been chasing them for quite some time. They were enamored with Garrett Cole. That's why I went with the nine years. It's still odd to me. Okay. Is it just me? Even after the explanation. The nine years, even after the explanation. It is. It is odd. I mean, most people round it off. Five years, ten years, <laughs> nine years. I, I was, I was actually proud of myself. I actually got one. Right. 
That was a good memory lane. <laughs> Are you going to get the Garrett Cole number 45 jersey? Because who has 45? He's going to give it up. Who was Luke it? Voigt. Luke, right, Voigt. Uh, so, I will not. John, not I, I, John Voigt. I, amazingly, I, I, take Voigt. a guess. Oh. I have one Yankee jersey. You have, I bet you I know who it is. That's what I was going to ask you. Who do you think it is? Rivera. Nope. I'll take one more guess. Uh, Jeter. Correct. There you go. Well, that's good. Great that wasn't number. my guess. Yes. I was going to say, say Paul, Paul O'Neill. Oh, O'Neill. That's another good one. We're going to think Pete? your wheelhouse. Yes, there you go. I was going to say Jason Grimsley. Uh, Pete. <laughs> Pete's too much. I know Pete's too much. <laughs> no? That's a no. Pete, Pete's walking around sporting his uh, J.J. Putz jersey from the Mets. Mm. Oh, I have a John Hudek jersey from the 90s. <laughs> John Hudek jersey. Wow. Uh, so, but He's going to get mean, the 45, though? Uh, yeah, he'll get the 45. Yeah, Void will give it. George is going to sell yeah, it. They'll crazy, work something man. out. He'll give him some money or whatever he wants, and, and Garrett Cole will get that $45 million. But, Taz, it, this, this is kind of a week, and regardless of where Garrett Cole ended up, and he's a Yankee, Strasburg remains with the Nats, Rendon is still out there, Madison Bumgardner is still out there, there's still, still some big high-priced free agents that are still out there. You know, baseball need a good week. To generate a little bit of buzz. Sure. Uh, they needed a week. You know, this is not a matter of who has it, who doesn't. They needed a week to where you talked about baseball in the offseason, where it wasn't about why. Why aren't these guys signing? Where's the marketplace? They need a week where they can help, you know, build their sport a little bit, and they're getting it. Right. And and I think that's kind of important. Even, you know, out in San Diego looks like a great spot to host these winter meetings. Tess, we talked about it yesterday. When and you and I are both huge baseball fans. When we were growing, you know, when we were younger, yep. a lot younger than we are now, the winter meetings used to see Trader Jack McKeon, the Yankees, yeah, Matt, yeah. all these. Everyone was making trades. Yeah. There was free agent signings, big trades. It was this and that, and it's kind of lost that over the past three, four years. Now this year, you've gotten it back a little bit, and baseball needed. Yeah, it did. It did need it. I mean, you're happy as a baseball fan because it's exciting, unless. You're an Angels fan, or unless you're a Nationals fan, as far as this Garrett Cole, Cole information goes, uh, this news about him, I should say, going to the Yankees, you're probably not happy about that. But as an overview, I think you're right. I think it is good for baseball, and um, and things have been going down. It's been a little bit, I mean, you know, uh, stuff has been, I mean, I wish my Mets were making a little move here and there. Well, speaking of the Mets, because I, I was, I, oh, boy, one of the things that, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say what they have and what they don't have. Uh. Did he hear Brody Van Wagenen was asked the question? About whether or not he, you know, he wears sweatpants because he's always Natalie attired. Yeah, he's, he's dressed. The guy is custom through and through. Correct. Hair is never out of place. Always perfect. Right. Um, he said he doesn't own sweatpants. Yeah, I don't believe he never wears sweatpants. Heard the comment. I I, I don't I don't. Um, How is that possible? You you got to be look. So what are you doing, Brody? Okay, you're, you're sitting around the house in like your custom made slacks. You know, wearing your loafers with your 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 knee high, you know, black dress socks, and you're you're wearing your Van Hoosian custom, you know, button down shirt with your eighteen and well, a half inch neck. That's what I'm right. That's what I, 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 I wear. Don't even 20 think it's and a half. And a half. I you're right. Sixteen. He's got a sixteen. I had an eighteen and a half neck when I was a freshman in high school. I'm a twenty neck. Well, I know. Well, you're a world three time world champion. Two and a half. Thanks for the love. I. You got it. Brody, I don't believe him. I, I, I every man owns sweats. At some point in time, you put on a pair of sweatpants. I'm wearing them right now. So am I. 
When you let me ask you this: when you, so when Brody Van Wagen, it's ten degrees outside. He's going to the gym. He, what is he wearing to the gym? He's not wearing sweatpants. What is he wearing? Yoga pants? He's probably wearing custom, uh, probably custom um, dungarees. <laughs> Tuxedo. No, you know what he probably wears, and and I don't think they call them sweatpants. Oh man, I'm drawing a blank on the name of that company. Um, they're like a thinner material. Actually, you have a pair. You had a pair of sweats from them. Lululemon, Lululemon, yeah. Lululemon Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that those are like kind of like a, a yoga pants. Type of thing. Right. Some people don't call them sweats though. I understand, and I don't call those sweats either. What I'm wearing now are sweatpants. I'm wearing sweatpants. I'm wearing old school sweats. Too. Yeah, and so like I, I I agree with that, but the the idea that you don't have an old a, a pair of old school sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. Me. I find that to be I, I not believable. Well, and he I wants get to come off like he's knotted up all the time. You know, not up Jones. K and right. He wakes up and yeah. nothing's ever out of place. Right. Right. It's like right. Superman. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, right. that's fine. But I mean, just come on, relate a little bit. The guy probably looks like Oscar Mattis. So you're sitting Madison. there watching a ba- you're sitting there watching a football game on an NFL Sunday, and you're sitting there wearing jeans or no, wearing. He's, he's cutting deals for the Mets. He's not even watching football. Uh, so, the uh, does come up Super Bowl Sunday. You don't have sweats on. Relaxing, I, dude. I'm wearing Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going out to get the paper on my uh, outside of my my uh, what do you call it? My underwear. Kidding me? Wearing a tank top. Oh, you video out. that? Throw that up on Instagram. Kidding me? Running around, man. Gary Stoken, Peach Bowl CEO, will join us next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.